Coming at you from Scratch Wolf Studio. It's that time again to rage across the internet. Your very favorite Werewolf the Apocalypse podcast. As always, I'm your host, Porter. To my left, my co-host, Danny Tyson. Hey, everybody. And across the table in the third chair, it is Thomas Maxwell Christopher Dixon. Everybody's got to be Chris. Everyone is Chris. Well, oh, yeah. I guess I got Chris in my name now, so... Everyone's Chris. Somebody How's it going, guys? <laughs> <laughs> What's up? You're going to change in Discord, too, are you? Oh, that's too long. That's too long to change in Discord. <laughs> the bitch is it's a hyphenate, too. So it's perfect. And I don't want to mess with people when they try to look at who's online. <laughs> Jesus Christ, could you imagine? <laughs> yes. Yes, I can. <laughs> what a strange opening. That's fine. <laughs> it's different between today and any other recording day. He's got a point. I mean, but it's like on our scale. Good point. I didn't know we had a scale. Wow. Well, it's just a lot lower <laughs> than everybody else's. Didn't know we were measuring. <laughs> That's what she said. Yikes. Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> so, Happy New Year, everybody. Oh, Holy crap, it is. Wow. It's I didn't even think about the time frame on this one. 2022. We're still doing this. We're in the future. Yeah. Which new season? Is it new season yet? Are we are we calling it season? Well, we decided we'd discuss it before the show, and then we didn't discuss it before the show. <laughs> so we're going to discuss it now on the show. Apparently. Well, we didn't technically start in January, so it wouldn't be the new season yet. Right, but we could say the first season was shortened. Fair. Yes. And we just called January the start of the season. Happy season three. Fuck it, outvoted. Season three, everybody, here we are. I was just going to say, if it's new music, then it's season three. So we're using the new music. I... Uh, how about that new fucking track, guys? <laughs> nice. <laughs> so Boom. we're just roasted. Yeah, there it is. Let us know what you think. There we go. Of the music that maybe has been selected, <laughs> but Danny knows <laughs> just now he has to use. <laughs> He's got time. That's true. <laughs> Ain't even Christmas yet for us. For us, <laughs> which kind of means I have time. Yeah, we broke out the DeLorean to record some tracks for you. It's all right. There we go. Great, Scott. So, <laughs> nicely done. Thank nice. You. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Off to a good start. Yes, always. New Year's Year, same bullshit. Yep. Right. <laughs> You're welcome. And they're still listening to us. <laughs> <laughs> Which we appreciate the hell. Yes, uh, thank I mean, you very much. Yes, big deal. Very big deal. What else is a big deal? What's that? Supporting us. Which, there are some very fine people who do. Yeah, thank and, you all. And if you're listening and you're not one of them, tell you what, there are ways you can help support. One of which is to check us out over on uh, Ko-Fi. The worst we're going to call it? That's what I'm calling it because that's what that looks like. Okay, I'm fine with it. I know people are like, it's coffee, but that's not how you spell coffee. No. That's and then you put the dash in there, so you have to emphasize the, the syllables. The right. Ko-Fi. Oh, fo right. Oh, man. <laughs> it's, it's ko-fi.com slash Rage Across the Internet. It's our new, it's the new Patreon. Correct. It's For, our backers. Right? Four tiers uh, you could choose from, or you could make just a donation of whatever you want, a one-time donation. That's possible there. Also appreciated. Absolutely. Anything you can do to help is a big deal. And, of course, we got those tasty rewards for the backers, the monthly backers. If giving away money isn't your thing... No, but the, the shares, the likes, passing of the knowledge, yeah, letting us, letting your friends know about us. Word of mouth is huge. Agreed. It's a big deal. We appreciate it. Thank you for uh, putting us in others' ear holes. That's, that's a sentence. Mm-hmm. 
You're welcome. Now, beyond that, if you're interested, our store is open, and uh, we have a couple new items. Yes. There. The uh, the I Can Soak It hoodie and shirt exists now. You seen those, Tom? I did. <laughs> I want Super. that hoodie. <laughs> that might be getting purchased here shortly. That's nice. already an order for me. Is it really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love this hoodie. To have a second RAI hoodie would just make me so happy, because I wear this one all the time. So now I can share. <laughs> Share well, the time. Also, you can change it up so you look half as homeless as you do now. Oh. Burn. Burn. <laughs> I'll give it to you. <laughs> that aside, you're listening, and thank you for listening. Keep listening. Let us know what you think. Drop reviews and thumbs ups and likes and whatever format is in whatever format you listen to. I can't see your screen. I don't have your maps. But whatever you got, anything you can do to help, it, it's a big deal. And we thank you, uh, those who are helping and have helped. Just thanks. All right. So. What do you say we get into it? Let's get into the show. All right. Now. Which you had already named. <clears throat> yes, I have. Yeah. And they kind will know of, that because they're. See the show notes. But right. sometimes people don't. They just, they see us and like, hey, REI's got a new episode and hit play. And you should do that every time. Just don't even question it. I'm just saying, some people don't even know there's titles to it. Like if so. you see a thing with REI, just click on it instantly. <laughs> do whatever it says. Oh, boy. But, you know, the Gutter Nation is a lot of things. Yes, it is. There, there's a lot, of, a lot of culture, a lot of history. There's, you know, the ups, the downs, the good, the bad. But there's more than just the Gutter Nation out there. We, we obviously, there is a plethora of enemies that the Gutter have to face. There are other Gutter in terms of the Black Spirals. And then, there are other things. Yeah. There are other Gutter out there in the world. The rejects, if you will. <laughs> and that's what we're here to talk about today. The rejects of that name. Thank you. It's good. It makes rejects or just rejects? Well, I'm just saying the rejects, and we're going to get into it. Okay. And I, I think I'm going to... It kind of depends. I mean, it's it's your matter of perspective, really. Because, I mean, aren't we all of Gaia kind of thing? So, could be. This guy. <laughs> uh, am I right? Matter of perspective. Just leave it blank. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a lot. No, I can't take that out. The fuck are you talking about? I'm wee, but fuck. Anyway, keep going, please. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's, but what I was going to say before Danny let us into the tall grass. <laughs> Ouch. Yep. Mm-hmm. Is I'm going to get us started today, which uh, I think is usually a bad sign, huh? <laughs> but I'm going to talk about Rodin. Okay. You know, we all know that when a, when a guy goes through his first change, customarily there's a kin fetch. That Kinfetch goes to the nearest sept. They send somebody to go pick up the cub, black bag him, knock him over the head, whatever it's going to take to get him back to the sept to get his training, and a star is born, allegedly. A star is born. <laughs> but sometimes that doesn't happen. No, there's no Kinfetch. Maybe nobody even knew that this Garu was born. Exactly. Or that this quote-unquote human had a change. You know, what happens to that cub? What happens... When you you exist in the nation and you violate the rules to such a point that your own tribe turns their back on you. Damn. But what happens is... I didn't even think about it that way, yeah. You get a Roman. Okay. And it's not that. Sometimes the Garu himself can decide to turn his back. What happens to the guy who goes through his first pa- uh, rite of passage and fails or gets halfway through it and goes, Fuck this. <laughs> I want to go home. And runs. Hmm. Well, hopefully he's tracked down and killed. Well, Or forcibly brought back and or, yeah. had his brain unfucked. But 
either way, he's, he's turning his back on the nation. He's turning back on the spirits. He's turning his back on Gaia. Absolutely. And again, from this, you get Ronin. You know, these are Garu without tribes. These are loathsome individuals who are not going to have a great life. But also, they're free in a certain way. They're free of the politics of the nation. They're free of tribal boundaries. They are absolutely able to, say, make friends with a vampire or a mage because they don't live under Gaia's law. Gross. Sure. <laughs> it's weird to it, think about. It, it's, there's, a, there's a level of freedom, but there's also a mass level of loneliness because you don't have your, your, fam- your pack, your family, your I was set. about to say, we don't, if you don't have your pack, it's, it's a huge mental loss. Right? Yeah, you, you don't get have the loneliness. You also get like the restraint. Well, what restraint? Well, you don't what do you have access to all those things anymore. You don't have access to shit. Your ancestors, nothing. Who's who's going to teach you? How do you learn? Exactly. You don't have the wisdom of mentors. You don't have the the kinship of your pack. You don't have people who understand your plight or what you're going through. I mean, you think about it. The day that terrible frenzy you had where you woke up in an alley and you don't know where you've been for the last day and a half or something. You have people in the world, in your sept, in your pack, who can relate to that who understand that loss of control because they've been there. But without a, as a Ronin, you have nothing. Yeah, who's to say that you know that it's good or bad kind of thing? And oh, that could make you so mentally unstable. Right. Because you're just sitting there waiting for it to happen again. So are like Ronin more susceptible to uh, Harano? Uh, they can be. Okay. I mean, there are levels of that too because again, what makes you a Ronin? Is it because you were kicked out? Not accepted by the totem. Or did you, did you run? Were you never found? All right, you know? so many factors then. Okay. Yeah, you know, it, it's not one thing. I mean, it's these are the three main reasons you're a Ronin, either by choice or by no one ever found you or by you done fucked up bad enough. You know, and you look at those who were kicked out, certainly that's probably the worst fate of them all because you know what you've lost. That's kind of what I was thinking. And Out it, of those three possible answers, I mean, obviously there's a few, there could be more, but the main three, I would see that as the worst one. Yeah, because again... You know what you're missing out on. Hmm. And while you're at it, the worm's still out there. So you're more susceptible to that as well. Because you're all on your own. Shit. Easy pickings. Right? All on your own. Don't have a plethora of gifts to help protect you. And you don't. spirits. You're you're absolutely right. Because, you know, as a a ronin, spirits won't cooperate with you. Most spirits, anyway. Uh, Many are hostile, uh, if not openly violent, toward ronin. Oh, Openly violent. Damn. Because oh, you're Ronin, you spit on guys' face. Yeah. I mean, I, I see it. It's mm-hmm. just, you've, but it's mainly Gaian spirits. Yeah, you've you've turned your back on on Gaia, on the totem. Think about think about that. I get a Fenris. Okay. Who went Ronin? Now Fenris is brood. Oh, all hate you. Yeah. Well, just it's not by default. tracking you down. Exactly. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. I, I wouldn't put it past Fenner. To actively have him tracked. To lose on all of that, that's... You, you done fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. Now, there's another word for Ronin. Okay. Is it Ronin? It's, it's Renin. <laughs> Ronin? Ramen. No. <laughs> Ramen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, um, sometimes they're known as the Sundered, which is oh, a that's term... that's kind of cool sounding. Yeah. Um, the connotations are more pity rather than contempt for the Sundered. Oh... Okay. I mean, kind of makes sense. It's, it's there. I just, I just think of the word sunder. And, <laughs> well, I think it's yeah. a good... No, I, I agree. It sounds cool. It sounds cooler than Ronin. 
It does. I mean, Ronin, you know, it, it, has, it has its own imagery. Mm-hmm. But Sundered, that pretty rad. But yeah, again, that's more of like a pity terminology. You know, maybe something reserved for a lost cub that was never found. Okay. That, yeah, no, I get what you're saying. You know, we feel bad for this one. <laughs> Obviously, life as a Ronin, extremely difficult. And like you brought, uh, time you brought up gifts. Mm-hmm. You know, and yeah, most spirits won't, but wild spirits will. You know, wild spirits will interact with Ronin. Obviously, um, triadic spirits in general, worm and weaver, they don't give a shit about that kind of stuff. Okay. But they're not in on the politics. So yeah. Right. They have their own agendas and shit. They don't even worry about tribal politics. And, you know, every now and then you might get a, an animal spirit of some sort that might take pity on a Ronin. But again... He's got his own agenda. Probably. But that's what you're using for gifts. That, those are your only options. Slim pickings. Right. Which is the point right there. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no more renown for you. You're cut off from renown. Oh. And that's if your name isn't stricken from the fucking record at all, right? Again, depending on, right? It, depending on your tribe, on the situation. Maybe that name is just verboten. You have Damn. no rank. Exactly. Mm. Imagine those higher rank ones that... Get, lost everything. Yeah, lose everything, get shunned away. Well, it makes me think the Sept of the Blood Fist. There's the, the statue in the, the... I think it's the Grave of the Hallowed Heroes. Okay. And there's like five or six names. Like it's adorned with names of all these great heroes. There's like five or six that are just scratched out. Oh, shit. I didn't know that. Yeah. That sucks. Right? That's like, kind of cool, but like... Fuck, like you could ask sucks. about them, but is that a decision you want to make? No. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's not a good idea. You just see the scratched out names and you're like... You just know at that point. Yeah, don't, don't ask. Yeah, we don't need to talk about this. Just move on to the next name. <laughs> you look at him like, that sucks for them. I have pity. Maybe I don't, depending on what they did, but if you're not going to ask about it either. Right. Well, since they don't have a rank, can they learn higher rank gifts anyway? Well, if they can get one of these few spirits that will deal with them to teach them something, maybe. Okay. You know, but it's more than likely that the gifts that a Ronin has, prior to being turned Ronin, is all they'll ever have their entire life. Mm. Damn. Yeah. And, you know, it's it's not just an inconvenience, because you think about it, you know, the end times are coming, or they are here, or depending on, depending on when you're dealing with your game. But that's someone that could be part of a tribe. You know, I mean, they're not dead, but they might as well be, for all intents and purposes. That's one less soldier lining up with the Fianna, or the, the Silver Fangs, or the Striders, or whoever, because they went around. Huh. So, you know, there are the ways where, you know, fuck this guy, he fucked up too bad. But then there's the other side that goes, it's one less warrior in a pocket, it's one less soldier on the battlefield. It's a, or yeah. one less soldier going to the other side, or one soldier going to the other side. Exactly, because how much more susceptible are you to being uh, to falling to the worm or being forcibly brought to the worm? Because you're on your own. Brought, being the higher of the two. Well, if the Ronin is isn't, yeah, isn't furious and wants revenge. I mean, no, they, fair. You know, now, there, now there is another type of Ronin. I shouldn't say another type of Ronin. So what I do is I want to talk about hyenas, not Ajiva. <laughs> Sorry, Grant. <laughs> he was excited for like half a second. Right. Uh, the hyena is a term for a Ronin mercenary, which you don't see a whole lot of, so you don't have seen you both. You've so never he bats this for before. the other, uh, any team. It doesn't any matter. team. They'll do stuff. Like, obviously, they can't work anywhere near a sept where they were ejected from. Mm-hmm. But they'll, they'll work, uh, they'll travel around taking work from seps. They'll hunt down Rogaru. You know, maybe a lawbreaker. Maybe they'll do a little something. Hey, the politics, 
we can't mess with this guy, although he's a, he's a motherfucker. You have no affiliation. He's a Ronin killer, essentially. Mm, I don't know about killer. Maybe, they, hey, we need this guy back. We just bring him to him. It's a mercenary at that point. Yeah, I mean... They're the bounty hunter. They're not part of they're not part of Gara society anymore, so they don't have to work within the society's lines. They're just doing a job at that point. Yeah, I mean they'll take the they'll take jobs in exchange for gifts, sometimes actually money. Um, no one's going to give these guys a fetish, but theoretically, <laughs> theoretically, I like doing it in exchange for gifts though. That's a cool idea, right? Because well, what else can they do? Mm-hmm. Suppose or though he could definitely take whatever he gets. Absolutely. You know, and on the other side for the Garu, for the nation, it's a plus because, hey, if um, they don't come back, who gives a shit? Or we don't have to pay them. We know nothing. Right? I didn't hire you. Who are you? <laughs> why, are you why are you standing here? Go away. And we did a job. I did a job for you. No, you didn't. I don't know who this is. So, win win. Kind of. <laughs> kind of. Uh, depending on how. I mean, there's a lot of. A lot of variables. Yeah. True. Now, every now and then. You'll get a situation where Ronins will um, team up. Together. Multiple Ronins. Yeah. You'd say form a pack, pack, but they don't have a pack totem, so they're not a pack. They're just a group of people working together at the moment. They're they're called shames. I was going to say the A-team. The shame of (laughs) Ronins. They're mercenaries, man. Man. (laughs) That was just one instance of them. They're not all mercenaries. (laughs) (laughs) Right? He's, 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 stuck, he's stuck I, on the mercenary. I was excited for a second. Well, because, yeah, that would be cool to play. A mercenary Ronin, that would be pretty fun. But. I mean, it would, and it would be really cool for a... Um, I mean, like, first of all, that's not an easy road to hoe. No. So that's not no, a... No, but if you have somebody visiting and they, they're they good for two games, bring in a mercenary Ronin. That's Obviously, a really it, good idea. I was say a, a quick game or two, but yeah. I, yeah. I wouldn't call it a long-term thing. Or, or even, you know, for example, if maybe you only had one player. Oh, ooh, that would be cool. You know, like, I mean, certainly there's room for I want to play a silent strider and have a roving strider, you know. That's what I there. would do personally. I mean, that's but, cool. Yeah. But here's another here's another side of it. You know, you could do that with a Ronin and do a single game with a Ronin, and it's definitely a harsher world for that character. Mm-hmm. And we thought being a menace was harsh. Right? <laughs> be a bit harsher than that. I imagine being a menace Ronin. Oh. Oh. Yeah, I don't even know how to react to that one. That might even be that might be better, depending on your set. That might be a better gig. That's true. <laughs> That'd be but depending oh. on the tribe. Yeah, depending on your set and your tribe, that might be a better gig. Yeah, they, they'd I, I think probably I would, be you know twenty percent more willing to accept you. I would <laughs> rather be a Ronin Metis than a Metis Silverfang. Oh well, yeah. <laughs> I, or Fiana, for that matter. Right, but you can't. The ass kicking. The ass kickings you're not gonna get by being Ronin. <laughs> Can't help what tribe you're born under. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Yikes! That's there's some serious connotations there. <laughs> and that's where Ronan also comes to, right? When you get kicked out of the tribe, you've said it. So yeah, yeah. You're just not feeling that tribe, and you just feel like leaving. You know, I mean, changing your auspice, while a possible thing, is a big fucking taboo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, changing tribes, even. Yeah, even and so, bigger and taboo. so abandoning. That entirely. Oh, I can see it. He wants to change tribes, but the tri- tribe he wants to change doesn't accept him. And now he's a Ronin. Oh, that'd be awesome. Because you certainly become a Fiona. Because you certainly don't go back to your old tribe hat. No, you don't go. Sorry, Stag. I was kidding. Well, that's why I said get in Fiona. I was sorry, yeah. Fenner. I'm going to go hang out with yeah. Stag now. Yeah, right. And then Stag goes. Good luck. Fuck off. Yeah. Oh, 
Well, I can see it going the opposite way. Either way. Being a Fianna and wanting to go to... Uh, Regardless. It, yeah, go to Fenner. It works <laughs> both ways because they're pretty identical. Yeah, but so. then I see Fenner going, but you left Stag. What makes you think that I don't believe you would leave me too? Fenner would kill you. <laughs> <laughs> you. You weren't strong enough for the Fianna. You're coming to me? Yeah. Ooh. That's, that's a good what I mean. One. Like... I don't know why I was a little bit Joe Pesci there. Uh, You're coming to me? Hey, I'm funny like how. That's <laughs> <laughs> pretty good, too. That's canon. Now, 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 like when play, yeah, <laughs> I say, now when you play Fenner, he has to be Joe Pesci. <laughs> oh, a whiplash version of Joe Pesci. Anything you want, Fenner gets. Hey. <laughs> Maton Riggs, what's up? Oh man, some cool summon me. <laughs> some cool story hooks and possibilities here, right? Yeah, no, definitely. I you know, but but again, you know, I, I bring back the the group of Ronin together is called a shame. Shame on you, right? So they're not a pack. No, no pack totem, no pack. They are a shame, a shame of Ronin. They could have. That is a, a better name. I kind of like it. I know it's kind of awesome. Because you got to think, these names are not coming from themselves. They're given to people who are in the nation. Given from. That's what I said, isn't it? You said to. Damn it. <laughs> English is hard. Shut All up. Right. Stick a rune. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Next time I won't be so lewd. But just says... <laughs> said you were squeezing it in there. Here you go. <laughs> that did happen. Now, now, there is one other type of Ronin that I want to talk about. Okay. okay. And so, it's... There's quite a few different types. So yeah, there's, there's some variation here. I didn't think there was well, that many, but this freedom. is awesome. That makes it, sense. Exactly. You um, take a Ronin many, many different ways, it sounds like. And this is the worst one. Oh. Uh oh I like bad. Yeah. Um, life is a picnic compared to. And that is the Dancer Ronin. Oh, shit. Now, you know, the worm keeps uh, pretty good tabs on yeah. their fucking people. I imagine so. You know, they, they've got that system locked down. They have perfected the Gaian system. Hmm. But sometimes, you know, a cub will, let's say, activate, for lack of a better. Yeah, I um, somewhere unexpected. Maybe they're on a school trip or somewhere hmm. where it's not convenient to grab them that, ah, shit, we didn't, you know, shit happens. Maybe, you know, the, the kinfolk mother or whatever gets away, runs, and, and manages to stay ahead of whoever's hunting. You know what I mean? So, so sometimes, sometimes, a, a Garu who would have been a black spiral dancer isn't caught and is a Ronin, becomes Ronin because of it. Hmm. Now, all the same terms of likes, you got to remember, they're not, you're not a black spiral dancer until you're taken down to dance the fucking black spiral. Right. You know, you're just a Garu with some shitty fucking heritage. <laughs> <laughs> but a Garu, you're just... Plain vanilla Garu, unaffiliated nonetheless. You're, you're Ronin. Now imagine that you 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 have you have no breed. Or I mean, you have a breed. Obviously, you have an osis, but it doesn't mean anything because no one's taught you anything. You don't have a tribe. You don't have anyone looking out for you or teaching you anything. Same as before. Other Garu naturally mistrust you. They naturally dislike you. There's no home for you. Just as with every other Ronin, except you're being hunted by your people. So it's like their version of kinfish. You know, the worm's not going to, you know, the spiders aren't going to stop looking for you. They know you're out there. They're they actively pursued. back to dance. Yep. So it's the same fucking raw deal, except you're actively being pursued by the agents of the worm. Oh, you, God, you can't go anywhere. Yeah. It's, you're just a fucking, 
And there's a clock over your head. Accept, yeah. There's a clock point. over your head. Mm-hmm. And I mean, yeah, maybe maybe you luck out and you manage to find some bone nars or some children guy who will take you in. Maybe the totem will agree to take you in. Maybe. Maybe. But you know what? You're still actively hunted, aren't you? Exactly. Yeah. Oh, that doesn't stop that anyone. Under... Yep. Yeah, you're oh, putting that yeah. cairn at risk. Just by existing. Yeah, that wouldn't last long. Nope. Worst of the worst. Worst lot you have in, in the Ronin bubble. Kind of yeah, cool. So not many of those exist, probably. Yeah. Oh, imagine again if you have like a a single player and that's the game you're playing. Oh man, I can see that going. That'd just be right. torture every time you play. Mm-hmm. Well, and you think about it, you you, you dial it back because we've I've talked, you know, I've told stories about other games. You know, back in the Virginia games, the character Winter's Howl was in fact a dancer Ronan. Oh, okay. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. That, that Remember, has he made any yeah. friends at the Hive? Yeah. He had the amnesia. Yeah, flaw. Hmm. He was a dancer, Ronan, <laughs> who was taken in by the Wendigo somehow. <laughs> luckily, yes, right. luckily. It's because he forgot who he was. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, really, it's it's what happens when you uh, you know you're making your first character. You have your back. You have a uh, the amnesia flaw. So now your backstory is my decision, <laughs> which is a cool idea and a cool story hook. I remember you telling me it for like the first time you telling me that. It was like, holy shit. <laughs> Welcome to the fun. Right. Somebody brought that up in Discord the other day, too. Oh, really? Yeah, one of our new members. Yeah. I'm like, oh, man, no one's mentioned that. I don't think anyone's repeated that back to me. I was really happy. Like, oh, <laughs> a long shit. time, yeah. It's been a while. Yeah. Listening to those earlier episodes. Uh, it was, yeah, it's a brand new member who... He's catching up. He's catching up, yeah. He just heard of us a couple weeks ago. We started getting the uh, Discord by the time he listened to that episode. Which is really cool that, you know, there are people all the time who are just discovering us. Hey, welcome to the show. But it's, it's always so fucking daunting, like, when we ask. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, I'm on episode 15. I'm like, Jesus, you are never. <laughs> <laughs> the episodes only get longer. Right. Uh, I hope you catch up and, soon. And we're getting to 100, so yeah. <laughs> right? It's like you have, like, 90 more hours of show to listen to. <laughs> hope you drive a lot. Right. <laughs> I hope you binge that shit because you are never catching up. Yeah, but I mean, so far, everyone who's had that, I don't want to say problem, but who's had that situation going on has has fucking loved it, so. Which is nice. Yeah, and it's awesome to hear. Also makes me question whether (laughs) a guy going on. (laughs) You know, you watch episodes, you'd rather binge them all at once instead of wait weekly for them to come out. No, absolutely, but like the, the shows I watch have people, the talented people on them. And like good writing. <laughs> this oh, is it's actually us. written. Yeah, this is just us. Yeah, we just, <laughs> we just not bullshit written. with each other. People still <laughs> like that, which, yeah, makes you question them too. But hey, right? <laughs> thanks for listening, everyone. I was like, uh, are you with my ex-girlfriend? Do you listen to yourself? He says, no, I don't want to hear this dumb shit. <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> the dumb stuff that comes out of my mouth, I don't want to hear it. Like, why, why would I ever listen to myself? <laughs> oh, but that—that that is um, that—that's the long and the short of the Ronin. Now I know, of course, there are other unpleasant Garu-related things out there. Tom, why don't you tell us about one? Hmm. Okay. What's your reject? Well, I guess you're going to find out, aren't you? Uh, well, well, I think we both know already. Yeah, right. <laughs> but they're going to find out. I feel like we've <laughs> we've discussed this beforehand. <laughs> what? So, so did you know there is an ever-increasing threat that is often overlooked in the nation? Feline leukemia. No. <laughs> I was waiting for it. Is he going to say feline leukemia? 
not the answer I was expecting. <laughs> oh, I was. <laughs> I don't know why. Because <laughs> it's funny as shit, and I expect it every time now. So it's, it's not feline it's leukemia. It's not feline oh, leukemia. Man. No, no. It's unfortunately it's, it's skin dancers. Gross. Right. Why are you dancing on skin? Don't don't you know what a skin dancer is? <laughs> yes, do. Don't do that. Is there right. yeah. that one yet? You, what? Yeah. <laughs> not in game. No, not in game, but so skin dancers. Yes. <laughs> are kinfolk gone bad? Kinfolk gone bad. Kinfolk. Okay. Gone bad. Gone bad. Dun dun dun. <laughs> <laughs> These kin are driven in search of a birthright that they feel has been denied to them. Okay, so it's a kinfolk who, like, I should have been a Garu the whole time. Why am I not a Garu? I'm taking this in my own hands. Kind of, yeah. I mean, they're, they're so driven by that thought. Okay. That they, they're, they're looking for a way to become a Garu, even though they weren't given the birthright of having their first change. Got it. I mean, obviously I know what it is beforehand, but we're doing a show here, so I'm <laughs> pretending. But... It's, it's how it goes. Come on now. Keep telling me. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> well, you know, you can't, you can't talk skin dancers. Oh, well, talking. then I'm done here. <laughs> Sweet. You can't talk skin dancers without talking about the first skin dancer. Oh, we'll get there. Oh, shit. Oh, you got, right, okay, right. so you got somewhat of a format. He's got a structure. All right. I don't know if this is structured. It's just the way I wrote it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> do what you got to do, then. Now, you think about your, your typical guard. Who would just turn a cold shoulder to a whiny kin? Usually. Bitching about how they didn't get their change. Mm-hmm. Probably knocked around a couple times too, yeah. Right. I'm just thinking, hey, the kin can gripe all they want, but only Gaia can create new ship- shapeshifters. Beep. Or so they thought. <gasps> the first kin to successfully uncover the road to the stolen werewolf nature was Samuel Hyatt. Yeah, well, let's... Uh, the Skinner. Let me say, let's take a second and... Because there are people who probably didn't hear some of those earlier episodes. Yes, he said Hyatt. We are well aware. That it's supposed to be hate. Yep. <laughs> As in hate Ashbury, we get it. It's ironic. That's great. And I like saying Hyatt, sorry. And we all do. We've already discussed this point. But again, there's people who haven't heard that before. So it's like, no, we, we do know that it's hate. We, we say Hyatt. But it's so on the nose and ridiculous. <laughs> so it, we it, say it this way. Right, it's like Jean-Claude Villan. <laughs> My favorite. Jean-Claude Villan. Saul bad guy. <laughs> yep. So, yes. Well, from fun now on, we'll just call him the Skinner. Perfect. There you go. Just just a quick FYI. Yes, we know. We're making a decision to say it incorrectly. <laughs> just because Samuel hate. No. Yeah, it's so on the nose. too on the nose. Mm-hmm. It's so ridiculously on the nose. It's almost laughable. A little bit. So, again, no, it makes sense. We call him the Skinner, but you're saying he was the very first. Very first. He... Traveled the world, observing rituals, pouring through occult tomes, and finally succeeded in discovering the rite of the sacred rebirth. So he's the one that got to name it, too, then? He found it. He found it. Okay. The rite was made, but he's the one who found it. Okay. All right, now I'm following. Got it? Yep. You sure? <sighs> I, know the yeah. occult, I know the occult stuff bothers you. <laughs> Keep going, please. <laughs> Jerk. <laughs> so now I go into a little bit about the rite. This blasphemous rite allows for a kinfolk to transmorgify himself into a Garu, but only after the successful capture and subsequent proper preparation of five Garu hides. Oof. Oof. That's a mouthful, but oof. Yeah, but yeah. there's... And let's, let's take a second with that. 
Mm-hmm. And I mean, we got to go. We have to go back to the Skinner because you have to discuss the fucking Skinner. Yes. But that means is a kinfolk. Mm-hmm. Is a fucking kinfolk. You have to murder five Garu. Yeah. Anyone capable of doing that is already a dangerous motherfucker. Yeah, I was going to say that one. It's a danger. It's the audacity for him to do that. Well, the ability, the audacity to think it, the ability to do it. Which means he's one. He's got to have the cojones to do it. He's got to have the strength to do it. It's. Imagine the mind games he's had to play to get to that point. That's kind of what I'm saying. Taking down a Garu is not an easy thing to do. No. And then do not that even for other Garu. Right. And do that four more times. I'm just, that's why I'm saying, like, the mind games he had to play to get there. And there's a clock on that, isn't there, Tom? Yeah, I'll get there. Oh. I have the system written down, too. You have to do it within a certain amount of time? Yes. Shit. There is a time frame. Not only that, phases of the moon. So let's get on to the system of this. Oh, yeah. Okay. Each hide must be taken under the same lunar phase. Okay, so you can't take a Ragabash. Yeah, if you kill a Ragabash, you have to have five Ragabash hides. Shit. After all five hides are gathered, the final ceremony of the rite must be conducted under a moon that matches the phase under which the hides were claimed. Damn. That's a serious ticking clock. And how is this happening more often now than it was before then? Because more kin are getting fed up with having to deal with Garu's bullshit. Okay. And wish they were werewolves. Yeah, we'll, we'll come Fair around answer. to that. <laughs> yeah. So, to continue on, the Bright also must conclude exactly an hour after initiated. Oh my. There's so many specifics one hour here. to get this done. <laughs> so, after the Bright Master rolls, Wits plus Rituals, difficulty nine. Shit. As a kinfolk. <laughs> so, at that point... Only one success is needed, though. Okay. Uh, then forget I said but anything. welcome to your instant worm taint. Yeah, I, I was waiting. Well, <laughs> when you open a description with blasphemous... <laughs> <laughs> yep. I just I, put that little sub right there. Just no, welcome right? to your instant worm taint. If I feel like that's a, that's a thing you point to. Mm-hmm. And the other catch-22 is there's no known right for reversal. All five of those Garu don't get honorable burials, nothing of that. They are now... They're, they're nothing they're anymore. nothing now. Like, I don't even know what happens to those five. Eh, it doesn't kill their spirit, I would imagine. I would hope. But then again, their spirit's being used to generate... Of course, this. that would be interesting. Okay. That was the thought I had, the, though. The idea of, of an ancestor spirit who was skinned. Oh. Saw that glint in your eye again. And that, that vendetta <laughs> persisting. Ooh, I like the, to hunt down that skinner. Yeah. To go, that motherfucker's still alive. He's wearing my pelt. <laughs> I like that. That'd be a good chronicle. Avenge Uncle Larry. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Larry. Yeah. Carve the parts of me off of his fucking carcass. That'd be cool. <laughs> right? Fuck. <laughs> That's kind of awesome. <laughs> All the different stories we've already written today. <laughs> now, Dana, you brought up... I, I'm, I know you got more, but we're talking here. Don't just start on talking. Yeah. So we, we got to go back to the Skinner. Mm-hmm. who obviously was, again, the first, and you bring up Danny, why, why are there more now? Mm-hmm. Well, because after he, after he did this, he ridiculously... Yeah. skin dancer. He started an entire sept? Yep. Holy shit. Yeah, he, he has now traveled the world into... teaching this shit to people. And it's like Fight Club. He eventually gets killed, but... Well... <laughs> but it doesn't matter. What's no. done is done. His, his words are being passed on. Well, also, he got better. So now we're getting into things that I don't know. Sam, so. Sam Hyatt is was 
I suppose. Mm-hmm. Sort of like the Lex Luthor of mm-hmm. the World of Darkness. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, he learned hedge magic. He, I guess at one point, was gold, so he learned some vampire disciplines. Well, what the hell? No, yeah, he became like the Mary Sue of supervillains. And eventually his soul was forged into an ashtray. Um, <laughs> when when will you rage, which is um, of dubious canonicity. Mm-hmm. I didn't pick up that, so. Yeah, well, it's, it's the novel. It's oh, a okay. set, set of short stories. Um, but there's a story about him in there, which is ridiculous. It involves him getting a, uh, a younger clone of himself. What and the then dealing with, like, a white howler cub. So, like, look, this was, this was, like, late first edition era, okay. so this, the, you know. They were toying with it. The, the, yeah, the, the legitimacy of those stories is a little... Iffy? Yeah. Gotcha. I, I don't think that we were going to call that canon, but it's written somewhere. <laughs> Personally, with, with me, I love Sam Hyatt is the, just as the Skinner, mm-hmm. is that Garu serial killer, if you will. Mm-hmm. There's a good picture of him, too, in the... Um, the game book for him. The, yes. Yeah, there's a yeah, I, was actually, I was about to bring that up because I don't think Danny knows this. No, I did not know this. Is Sam Hyatt first appeared in the Belkenberg Foundation. That I knew. Oh, fuck. Mm, I, I knew he <laughs> appeared there. That's where that started. Okay. Like I said, I knew I, I knew that it appeared there. I did do a little research back when we did our Chronicle. And again, I'm not going to go too much because that is... That's uh, it's a backer thing. donation thing. Yeah, I, I used I used the Valkenberg Foundation location, mm. but none of the plot lines. Right, and once we went through that story, I knew that it, those words existed, so I was curious. I started looking up, and I was like, all right, this is too much. I don't want to go any further to ruin the future of our game. So I, I left it as is, but like I knew I knew the beginnings of that, so... But I, again, I didn't want to go any farther. No, well, you wouldn't have spoiled anything for yourself because I didn't use those plots. But I didn't know that at the time. Which is, yeah. But yeah, that's that's where he got his start and became a big time, and I, I mean, kind of silly villain for the whole world of darkness. <laughs> Which makes sense. Well, we became an ashtray. <laughs> that too. <laughs> the Mary Sue of villains. I get it. <laughs> it's, yeah. Lex Luthor of villains. <laughs> yeah, a little both. A little both, yeah. You know, but, you know, I prefer him as that. that that serial killer. You know, when I think of Sam Hyatt and, and I want to do something, like when I think of something for like inspiration for me, mm-hmm. if I'm going to do a Sam Hyatt story, I think of Seven. Oh, okay. Yeah, the, the Seven Deadly Sins and the yeah, Brad Pitt, killer. Morgan Freeman. You never, oh, nope. it's a really good movie. We're going we're to help you with that. That's okay. a good movie. Um, he does some kind of murder from each of the Seven Deadly Sins. There you go. Fun. That's all yeah. you need to know right there. Sure. And I mean, you know, not a direct one for one, but that's mm-hmm. the kind of that, that theme and the tones mm-hmm. and the, you know, that's the kind of thing I would want to do for a Skinner story. Mm-hmm. A, a mystery kind of, like a whodunit, but you know whodunit. It's just like, <laughs> where's he going to go? Where's he going to be next? What's he going to do next? Because you can't stop him. You can't find him. It's your own Batman Chronicle. Kind of. I like that. A little bit. Yeah. Shit. You know, and that's just for Sam. I mean, Sam's a, he's a cut above the rest, but again, skin dancers at all. The fact that you have on your own collected these five pelts and got, gone through this, you know, you're already a dangerous motherfucker. Mm-hmm. And now we're going to give you a Krinos form. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Ugh. Fangs and claws and access to the Umbra in gifts. Not a whole lot, though. Right, Tom? Not a whole lot. I, don't, I mean, we'll get to that. But We're, uh, we're fucking with the what, structure yeah, again. Yeah, we are. <laughs> no, you're not. Not at all. Oh, cool. Because I really didn't have much on Sam. 
So, because I figured we would just openly talk about him. And that's, you know. Everyone kind of knows his story. Yeah. The first Skinner, that's cool. But who knows a werewolf better than his own blood? Mm -hmm. That fact alone makes skin dancers the perfect predators for Garu. Hmm. They know your gifts. They know your forms. They know your weaknesses. And depending on who they're going after, they know where you sleep at night. Exactly. Maybe they're in the same bed. Damn. Which is kind of how I see it. Like, that's the only option they have of getting all five in that short amount of time. And the mind games they got to fucking play. It's nuts. Just how mentally messed up that person has to be. Well, and sometimes that, sometimes it's deserved. Oh, for I mean, sure, because I know all kinfolk aren't treated, aren't treated the greatest. Yeah, you know, not <laughs> not all created equal, not all treated equally. <laughs> it kind of sucks to be a kinfolk. It's the world of darkness. <laughs> I guess it kind of sucks to be everybody. <laughs> it's true. Everybody else. <laughs> now, trying to fit a skin dancer into a standard guy in Chronicle can prove very difficult. Oh, certainly. Yeah. But if managed, can present an interesting and different feel to the game. Now, I move on to actually, like, discussing character creation here. Like, making a skin dancer. Okay. So you you made a skin dancer? I didn't physically, I didn't make one. I'm just saying I go on to, if you make one, follow these guidelines. Okay. So you want to make, you want to make a self-skin dancer, strap yourself in for some knowledge. <laughs> this is what I put down. All right. <laughs> there are two ways to make one. First, the easier of the two. Create a standard werewolf player. You get one level one gift from any breed, auspice, and tribe, or even black spiral dancers. You can choose whatever. Must have five dots in rituals and rites because how can you perform the ritual of that? How can you mm-hmm. have to have it? Right. And may not buy any ancestors or pure breed backgrounds. Oh, certainly not. No, 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 no. It's. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of self-explanatory. Yeah. <laughs> you begin with four real power and only one gnosis. You are Hamid born. Okay. I mean. Makes well, sense. Well, no, you have to be. I, I don't see a, a lupus pulling this off. No. Would they call that something different? Impossible. <laughs> okay, got it. <laughs> they don't have pullable thumbs. Right. I can see you skinning one off the thumbs, man. <laughs> Duke claws? Can't even Touché. shuffle cards, bitch. What are you going to do? <laughs> oh, boy. All right, so the second way, which is much more involved, but much more rewarding. Begin by making a kinfolk character. And role play through at least one or two of the werewolf hunts. Ring the bell. Do all five. Shit. Fuck. And yeah, you do all the hunts to gain the necessary skins and perform the right. Actually try to perform the right. Mm-hmm. That be... would make an amazing chronicle. It would. Uh, like a single player, though. Yeah. I mean, it would have to be a single player, but then what do you do with it? I think at that point, and this is me. Mm-hmm. You have just crafted a lovely new antagonist for your storyteller. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can see that. Oh, when I was time. going through this, I was like, man, I'd love to do this. Be the bad guy. You sick bastard. Okay. <laughs> I'm just, I, no, I can see it. it could, I mean, World of Darkness, man, it could make a really good story. Oh, yeah. It definitely could. And, and I mean, what you're talking right now is right up TC's alley. <laughs> You know, he, he has gone on record a couple times. You're like, oh, but like, we, maybe the skin dancers will. The skin dancers are not joining the Garu Nation. No, it's a dream, TC. Cut it out. But the whole Garu Nation <laughs> wants to kill them. I mean, they've killed five of their brothers to become one. Why would right? Why that's What's not the, even a thought. That's my <laughs> argument. Like, you're not going to team up with the guy who's wearing part of your uncle Jeff and Joe and no and Larry and right Larry. Uncle Larry. <laughs> And two other names. Well, they're all Sienna, so it's it's the same family. <laughs> At least he's one color. Oh. 
Well, they said they all had to be one ospice. Did they all have to be one tribe? No. As far as the hunts go? No, no okay. just one just, ospice. Just curiosity real fast. The middle one was a silver fang, so he's got a white stripe. And- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. <laughs> called Mr. T? I'm sure. <laughs> Whatever you want. I was going with Le Pew. Oh, boy. Because he smells right. bad? All right. The single white stripe. I know, which just... So now you've performed the right. You've become a skin dancer. The road traveled will not be an easy one. Oh, certainly not. Now, obviously, being all worm-tainted at all, now learning gifts from guy and spirit, totem broods, is out of the question. Oh, no, 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 no. They're not going to be happy with you. <laughs> but throughout history, skin dancers have forged spiritual alliances with banes and unassociated spirits. If your storyteller is nice to you, you can even le- he'll even let you learn black spiral dance- dancer gifts. That I can see, because you're... You're worm-tainting yourself from almost the very beginning. But you're not a black spiral dancer. Right, because you haven't danced the spiral. True, and in fact, I, I can't imagine that these spirals themselves, I mean, exceptions here and there, Sure. but have a whole lot of love for the skin dancer either. No, because, because they're you know, still Garu. Right, because maybe one of those pelts <laughs> was, a was, spiral, was spiral Magomra's man. cousin. <laughs> What'd you call him? Magomra. <laughs> that's, okay. that's what he said. I right. need dance to dance. How they get their name. So, obviously, skin dancers have no rank. Nope. But the sort of spirits we are working with do not care about rank and can be convinced to teach higher-level gifts. That I put a little serious note, convincing. Yeah, little note, skin dancers buy all higher-than-one-level gifts at a cost of what the gift is times six. It's expensive. Yeah, <laughs> a, little, a little pricey. Maybe you don't need falling touch. <laughs> Isn't that rank one? Yeah. Oh. It's, look. <laughs> That's... I think that's his point. I make a joke. <clears throat> oh, okay. Good joke. Smaller, low-level gifts like that are probably not necessary is the point. No. But there is two gifts that are highly recommended Okay. as a skin dancer. One is See Past the Skin, which basically allows you to recognize other skin dancers, and you can tell by where they sewed the pelts. <laughs> it's only a level one gift, but it allows you to at least... Be able to know if that person's a skin dancer or not. Which is a little important. Probably. Because that's not something you want to, like, fuck up on. Mm-mm. It's like, oh, you're not a skin dancer. I'm sorry. My mistake. It's all cool. No, that's not going to... Yeah, that's not... That, you know, you're dead now. He's going to go, oh, <laughs> you said a skin dancer, too. Oh. Oh. Here's my claw in your face. Right? <laughs> Let me call my pack. You know, the thing I have and you don't. <laughs> now, the other gift, it's a level five gift. But this is the one that I say every skin dancer needs. And it's mask taint. It'll mask your worm taint from all five senses. Yeah. That's a helpful thing. Very. But those are the two that are highly recommended. Well, and it's, you know, like you mentioned, it's it's slim pickings for them. Very. I you mean, know, you, just you, like the Ronin. You're learning from Banes. You're learning from spirits that are not Gaian that just don't care. Right. Now, that said, skin dancers are, quote unquote, a real tribe insofar as they do have a totem. They do, and I was just getting onto that. Well, go for it. <laughs> <laughs> but your totem quest could still be a long one, because throughout skin dancer history, many have sought and, in fact, actually found spirit servants of forgotten or lost totems, such as Minotaur. If you can communicate with him at all, though, he will teach you. <laughs> if you can communicate with him. Well, remember, you were kin. That's what I'm, yeah, getting that. I wonder if, like, the... The rare form, the rare version of kinfolk who do have gnosis, 
it'd probably be a little easier for them to become a skin dancer rather than just your regular kinfolk. I think it's probably less likely that a kinfolk with gnosis would be a skin dancer because okay. they yeah, tend to be then. prized above regular kinfolk. So surely they'd be treated better. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the, you know. Right. No, I, oh, no, I, I, I see your too. point. Makes sense. Definitely makes more oh, sense. Sounds like Gnosis, man. Right? I mean, uh, look at Bookman versus uh, Ted Collins. Mm-hmm. Which, yeah, in your games. Everyone respects Andrew Bookman. <laughs> no one respects Ted Collins. <laughs> yes, you are correct. <laughs> Again, this is your games. This is not canon or anything. True. But this is your canon. Your head canon. Fine. But still. But I think a, a good example of that. Yeah, agreed. Is surely uh, they're, they're higher prized, therefore treated better, therefore less likely to slip. However, that guy who's working uh, overtime as a janitor at the wherever, I mean, who gives a shit at that point? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Working 80 hours a week, so half his paycheck can go to his brother who doesn't have a job. <laughs> I mean, he does. It's called trying to save the fucking world, you ain't great. But, <laughs> but in his eyes, no. Exactly. To this angry, shiftless guy who shows up, eats all of his food, drinks his beer, sleeps on his couch, bleeds all over the place, and leaves. And you can't say anything, or those will kick the shit out of you. Yeah, because he will. <laughs> right. Like, imagine that. Imagine, like, Danny, if I just fucking came over whenever I wanted to, and just slept on your couch, I didn't have my own place. <laughs> you did my laundry, you cooked my meals, you paid for all my shit, and if you gave me lip, I'd beat you with a baseball bat. <laughs> can't change the locks, you just... Break them. I say just breaking the door down. I mean, what's the matter? Oh, I I get it. I get why he'd be angry and what would you know cause this madness that sucks. Sleep on the couch and here goes your throat. Maybe someday that I mean maybe you know I think it's it's a great lesson in how a reminder of maybe to be kinder to your kinfolk of what happens when you treat the kinfolk like shit. What can happen at least the worm will definitely start whispering in their ear. Right? Worm taint, man. It's all uh, all fucked up. Well, even then, yeah, I mean, you consider that the worm taint is a result of this, right? But it's not necessarily, you know, the worm isn't, the worm isn't evil. I mean, it's kind of above those concepts. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is certainly we would call the seventh generation evil. Yes. Of course. Just because something is bad doesn't automatically make it of the worm is what I'm saying. You know, greed. The worm's trying to do its job. Right. Greed, even if even if it's even in its tainted form, mm-hmm. it, its corrupted form, but greed, jealousy, the need for revenge aren't necessarily of the worm, just because they're negative things. That's fair. You know, you go well, murder's bad, but murder's also supernatural. Not supernatural. It's it's very natural. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's a thing in nature. Shit gets murdered all the time in nature. To help others live. Yeah. Yeah. So is killing bad? It's all relative. Exactly. So I just I want to point that out. You know, it's, it's not necessarily the worm. It's that I'm worm-tainted, so I'm going to become a skin dancer. It's I got worm-tainted by being a skin dancer. I did this because I'm angry, or I'm jealous, or... All the above. Yeah, yeah for any it. number of reasons. That's about all I got. Yeah, you said, like, gifts. Like, was there, like, fetishes, too, or something? Oh, there's fetishes. You want, you want to hear a fetish, Danny? Sure. Is it feet? I was going to say diaper babies. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't know how to respond to that one, diaper fetish. <laughs> what? It's a thing. If it's a thing, it's a fetish thing. Yeah, it's true. All right, well, 
skin dancers, obviously, there's the right of the fetish, but these guys can only make fetishes through Banes and other bad spirits. <laughs> More minions, that's what it is. I mean, again, no guy is going to deal with them. No. Yeah, definitely not. I think we've hit on that enough. Right. I mean, that's that's a theme of the show. Kind of. No guy is going to deal with you. Nope. The episode. <laughs> so we change it? No. no it rejects is the cooler. perfect name. So one of their cooler fetishes I liked is the uh, goblin eyes. Okay. This fetish is normally created using a pair of face-fitting sunglasses or protective goggles. The goggles are smoked completely black by the soot released from the burning of a wolf cub skeleton and then bound with an owl spirit. When activated, the wearer of the goggles gain the ability to track Garu movements via residual traces of their gnosis signatures through virtually any terrain, untamed or urban, and even water. However, this fetish will not allow its wearer to track a Garu camouflage by supernatural means. So at least... Blur of the milky eye. <laughs> but still... Yeah. Damn. And that goes back to the, um, the Garu serial killer. Right, how cool would that be? Like, he already did his five to get the pelts. I want to keep doing this. <laughs> well, certainly, I have an easy time believing... The, that Sam would assist those he's trying to convert. That's oh, yeah. what I was he's getting at. I wasn't going specifically Sam, but yeah, I wasn't going specifically Sam. But I'm just thinking. Yeah, the Skitter in question. Mm-hmm. Certainly. I mean, again, we go back. I, I talk about the uh, Ted Collins. You know, uh, one of my you know kinfolk who, in a different setting, did become a skin dancer. You know, I've talked. I've talked about this on the air briefly, mm-hmm. and, and you know, he was taught. He had to be taught by someone. Mm-hmm. He didn't do his Or he had to actually seek someone out. Right. I mean, in this case, someone sought him out, but six of one, right? Right. That is, that's a little crazy. But yeah. that's and, cool as hell, though. And we go back to Minotaur, and yes, Minotaur is the totem of the skin dancers. Because, again, Sam has kind of built this tribe. Mm-hmm. And Minotaur, he's a bad motherfucker. <laughs> he I, is. I know about Minotaur, man. Minotaur is the embodiment of the man that becomes the beast, the sentinel, or the sentient being who craves animalistic power. This man is furious. He respects strength and holds contempt for the weak, and thus has become, has come to favor the skin dancers, who parlay a small strength into such a greater one. Right, because again, what type of talented fucking cold-blooded killer are you already? (laughs) And now you have Garu power. I can, yeah, I can see Minotaur taking some, uh, I don't want to say liberties, but like taking some interest in that now. And then basically his only trait is Minotaur places his children in contract with spirits that can teach them gifts, and thus his children can learn most gifts of rank three or lower at out-of-tribe costs. He also grants each of his children an extra dot of stamina and an extra dot of survival. Okay. I mean, it's not the greatest, but... It's all. It's, it's, your, it's only your only one. Yeah, it's the only one. one. Like, hey, at least you're getting one. Exactly. Ronan? No. Yeah, you're better <laughs> off than the fucking Ronan. His, his band, though, yeah. um, demands that his children hunt and slay any of Pegasus' children that they meet. Yeah, he's got a mad hate on I was going to say, Pegasus. so he's yeah, serious he hate from Pegasus. Pegasus. So, like, you're already at war with the Black Furies. Yep. Just by default. <laughs> so, skin dancers can never let a Black Fury or other werewolf who follows Pegasus live in peace. Oh, so if you meet. A black fairy, you're like... You gotta kill him. You just have to kill him. If it bleeds, we can kill it, man. Now, something cool about... or I don't know if cool is the word I want to use about Minotaur. I mean, we mentioned this. He's, he's pissed constantly. Mm-hmm. But he, he's not... We're tainted. 
But he's he's close. I was gonna say, but he's close if he's he giving you access to other worm spirits and veins like he can give you those things. He, he has a faint touch of Beast of War's taint. Okay. It's just it's just a a, just, a, just a, a faint bit. taint. Just a just a little bit. A faint taint. Yeah. Um <laughs> He's not a direct servant of the worm either. Right, that's what I'm saying, is he's not He's an indirect <laughs> But he's not far away. No. I think I think it's in the Skinner SAS. I mean, it's kind of like skin dancers. They're not far away of being right. like spiral dancers. Right. Uh, it's craziness. Jesus. This is Guys nuts. rejects. Yeah. Yeah, I think in the Skinner SAS that he's like a dog hair away. Oh yeah. <laughs> he he is just he's right yeah, there. He's he's just a fucking he's a, he's a bad he bad day away. <sighs> just waiting for worm just to go, all right, come on. Oh. It's like falling down. <laughs> He's halfway leaning. It's, it's, yeah, no, it's like it, like, no, like the movie. You yeah, haven't seen it. No. I oh, neither why, one of you? I don't know why the you movie trolling down. Movies. Yeah. Never heard of it. Oh, my God. Still, to this day, I don't understand why you even try with movies with me. Well, other people will hear this. Okay. <laughs> and other people will go, yeah, man. It's like one traffic jam away. It's all it takes. They're going to know. It's a really good movie. Michael Douglas. I mean, I probably have heard about it. I don't the the name is very vague that I don't remember specifically which one that is. So yeah, we'll worry about that later. Yeah. We'll worry about that for our very specific movies episode. I guess like, oh, we're making one of those. I, I don't know. Not here. I doubt not. it. <laughs> I, That'll doubt be fun. It too. Maybe that'd be a a backer monthly thing. No. <laughs> Get the movie nights. Yeah, just saying. <laughs> now, um, not to be outdone. You know, we 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 talk about rodents. We talk a little about uh. Our skin dancers. So, Danny, we're going a little bit more worm taint now. Yeah. So what's what's the taintiest? Oh, damn we're gonna you go. Took it from me. I was gonna say. <laughs> nice. <laughs> the taintiest of the taints. <laughs> well, I said it wrong last time, and I just thought it'd be funny if I started this way. But I was like, that's not going to be that funny. So, you know, back in however many episodes ago, olden times, olden times, I kept saying. Abominations when oh. we refer to <laughs> metas. Metas are not abominations. I mean they're they are. They kinda are. But like even when I started reading some of this, I was like, you know what? I'm curious on what this book says and what this book says and what this book says. Like I'll just throw a random book out and say like the Get a Fenish Tribe book. If I search the word abomination in the Get a Fenish Tribe book, the only thing that comes up is talking about metas. Mm. However. Right. But abomination is not a metas. Or a metis is not an abomination. Yes, abominations are their own thing. Yes. yes. Abominations are Garu who were embraced by vampires. <laughs> Tom's face. My face is because is it all shapeshifters can be abominations? Yes. Not just Garu? They, they can. We'll get there because even with Garu, it is super fucking rare. Okay. It is stupid rare. Essentially what's happening are vampires are taking Garu as pets, but you need to embrace. Now, they'll try many, many times, and most will die upon this attempt of embrace. It's very rare that they do survive. If they do, boom, you get an abomination, if they survive. Well, that's the thing. The default position is a painful death. Painful. Very painful. And that's the positive outcome. Mm -hmm. If a vampire tries to make a werewolf a vampire, the good outcome is a painful death. No, almost. There's, there's, there's almost three outcomes. There is. I'd rather take death because they actually give uh, like mechanics on how this happens. So you're actually rolling. 
for what happens. I still take that. But, you know, we'll we'll just start with the embrace itself is disconnecting the Garu from, like, the world's soul. So you're almost not a Garu anymore. You're, you're taking that away. So, again, we're going with the rolls. It's a reflexive and instinctive gnosis roll. Diff six. If it's a success, you die without pain. Hmm. Your spirit lives on and goes to wherever it was destined to go, you know, like we'll give the example of like the Valhalla, as your spirit's going to Valhalla. If it's a fail, it's a torturous and agonizing death, but your spirit will still move on. You have to botch to become one. Exactly. You have to botch to become an abomination. That's why it's so rare. An abomination. An abomination. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> oh, man. No. Play on words. If that happens... You're losing points in glory. You're losing points in honor. You're losing points matter? in wisdom. <laughs> right. it, it matters. You're, you're losing points of, in life. Yes. But, like, I only bring that up because it does matter. You're an abomination. You just die. <laughs> You'll fall in rank. You can no longer gain any renown. You can no longer rank up. The only way you can rank up is if you were previously a spiral. And even then, it's so difficult to rank up. It's, like, almost... A, a, it takes like a quarter. You well, rank up one fourth as fast as just a regular spiral would. It's like your Canadian, the exchange rate. It's just, it's murder. <laughs> as an abomination. Worth more right now. As an abomination, you can no longer regenerate health like Garu. But because you were embraced, you use blood points like vampires do. Get to drink blood? I, I don't know. I'm not a vampire guy. I, I don't know those answers. Yes. Okay. <laughs> but essentially, you were turned into a vampire, so yeah. I assume, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so you, you lose your guy in regeneration because mm-hmm. you're not alive anymore. Right. So you do like the leeches do, and you use blood points for all that shit. Mm-hmm. Can you still shapeshift? Yes. No. Maybe. Maybe. Yes. yes. Ooh. <laughs> I believe so, but I think that's it's only so much. Still, vampire that can shapeshift. Blah. No, they'll still have the knowledge... For their gifts and rights that they did learn, but only worm rights will still work because only the most corrupt spirits will answer any of the calls that they make. They'll only answer calls to something that's really that dead. You can only learn new gifts from Bane spirits. All your fetishes that you did have, they all lose connection. The spirit usually just flees. You can try and attune the fetish, but that's also super rare. It's... A diff 10, and if you botch, it's a permanent loss of Gnosis points. <laughs> uh, you're always at the brink of Hirano. Every scene, spend a willpower point to have full dice pools. If not, everything else, you're all dice pools are all halved. And you can no longer spend willpower points to guarantee success. So spend willpower roll, but you can't spend willpower for success. Okay. That's... Well, no, you, you spend willpower to gain all of the dice pools. That's, that's what I mean. I mean, who wouldn't spend So if your dice pool is normally like six, you have to spend a willpower, willpower to get six. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or so you, you basically three. always be spending willpower. <laughs> and you slowly degenerate as an abomination. You're already, quote-unquote, dead, but your body and everything about you is slowly withering away. Taking time, Clark. Mm-hmm. Whenever you do something that's really against, like, the ways of Gaia, such as like a frenzy, you just degenerate even more than you normally would, which is already a slow process. But 
not a good process. So, like, spirals, they degenerate much, much faster as abominations than your regular Gaiangaru. These actions cause gnosis loss, permanent. And when all your gnosis is gone, you can no longer step sideways, you can't even use the gifts, can't, you know, or fetishes. That way, you're, again, it's the slow death. Slow, degenerating death. So is their rage gone and replaced with blood points? Is that how that works? That's a vampire question, but I, that would make sense. At least to me. But you said they could frenzy. Oh, it's soaking leeches. In fact, drinking vampire or drinking Garu blood will make you leech frenzy. frenzy. Yeah. Okay. I don't know, I just don't know much about Dracula's. So. Yeah, neither do I. Neither do I. Which is going to help in this next spot coming up, up soon. Coming soon to a theater <laughs> near <laughs> not, you. Not that coming soon. In a world. <laughs> the only way to stop your degeneration process is to fully offer what is left of your soul up to the worm. Or stake your heart. Or, more specifically, powerful banes of the worm, such as the Melgen and Karna. You can't just <laughs> off yourself? <laughs> I mean, that's really what you should do. Right. I, I kind of like the idea, though, of, like, Lord Steel... Having a couple pocket abominations. <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> I could see it. <laughs> I was thinking exactly Lord Steel doing it. Really? Yes. Nice. Yeah, once they said, you know, you're giving up your soul to the to the worm, but more specifically, powerful banes of the worm, that's the first one I thought of was Lord Steel. My first thought was number two, but I don't want to open that can of worms today. <sighs> see, you know way more on number two than I do, so that makes sense. You're not supposed to know anything about number two. I know who number two is, motherfucker. You're not supposed to know. <laughs> I know I'm not supposed to know. <laughs> You're going to die now. Probably. I'm going well, to die soon. Eventually. Not now. <laughs> I'm going to get through the episode at least, guaranteed. <laughs> so, but giving yourself... <laughs> nice. <laughs> I can't take that out now. <laughs> Nicely done. But giving yourself up to the worm in the, the Melgen and Karna, if that's happening... You're no longer in control of your character. So you're essentially just handing your sheet over to the storyteller, and it's now his NPC. That's that's pretty I mean, much I now an antagonist. Myself anyway. Here you go. Here's my sheets. And well, no, you, you, you go to Malthus, people... and you, 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 know, you, you pledge yourself to Lord Steel, and you hand me your sheet, and I go, all right, well, you're now Crimson Blur. Crimson Blur. <laughs> 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 It'd be fun to do a tour with Lord Steel. Right. There are some people who, who want to play the bad guy. I get it. It happens. I want to play a skin dancer. I think it'd be fun. But if you're giving yourself up to the worm, you no longer have control of anything you do. That's why they say it's it's now like a storyteller NPC. So then, I, I get it. I understand now. But at the same time, Garu are not the only ones who can be embraced to become abominations. And I was laughing at that. I was like, okay, I get it. All other ferret do have some kind of, you know, spirit connection. Well, it's a natural question to ask. By, mandates by Gaia, so... Right, well, it's, yeah. a, it's a natural question. You know, if you can turn a Garu in, into an umpire, what else can you turn into an umpire? Umpire, huh? Blah. Vampire. Dracula. Oh, Dracula. I just I got confused, because sometimes we talk inside baseball, and... <laughs> and, and, you know, there's always bats. So, uh, <laughs> you went really fishing for that one. <laughs> Only because he called me out on the umpire thing. That's I was fine. just going to lay it out there and let it sit. But 
let that simmer. And he put a hat on it, so yeah. I had to go somewhere with it. So, was it was a storyteller's guide that I was reading? I'm not sure. You tell me. Yes. <laughs> You're the one that had yes. the book. Okay, yes. There is a small section, I mean, it's like a paragraph long for all these different pharaoh on what really kind of happens. And again, this is in the the eyes of Garu here, so we're, we're looking at from their perspective. Well, if you pulled it from a storyteller's book, mm-hmm. then, then it isn't. No, it's not? Okay. That's, well, that's, that's story. I'm, yeah, I'm that's just, knowledge. That's knowledge. Okay, fair. <laughs> I'm just thinking, like, for how small that paragraph was, that's kind of why I was thinking that way, for how small that paragraph is. Because, again, I probably almost wrote this entire paragraph down, maybe just using my own words, but, like, Bastet, if you were to embrace them, if, again, for how rare it is, they just lose a permanent gnosis point once per moon. They never recover it. They're all cut off from the spirit world, and they can't use any gifts. And, when, again, once their gnosis is gone, they just wither away and die. And, again, that's if they become an abomination, which is already stupid rare. Yeah. Nuisha can't be embraced, period. Good. So... If they're attempted to, they just die. Slowly, quietly, just die. Proper Nuisha. The Makole and the Korax, with their ties to Helios, they'll die within one day of the sun rising. And Korax is just like, they burst into flames. <laughs> it's like a fucking hand grenade. Right. They Ma- blow up. Yep. The, the Makole, though, instant frenzy, and will just keep frenzying, until the sun comes up. Hmm. So usually whoever embraced that Macaulay will die. Do you imagine that shit? Just a rager. Like, for some reason, all right, or somehow you find a Macaulay is, is a vampire, right? Somehow you stumble upon this shit, and you go, hey, why don't I turn him into one of us? Which is already a dumb fucking idea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? But then, you know, you, you sneak up on Leatherhead, you put in the fangs, you, you give him your blood, and then he turns into Godzilla. <laughs> and rages till dawn. Right? Mm-hmm. And then just rampages over Tokyo until the sunrise. That's a bad day. Yep. Just go get Mothra. <laughs> so, now a little bit here, obviously I don't know very much on Vampire. But luckily for us, I know someone who does. <laughs> I reached out to our buddy Grant, who writes for Vampire is writing Enoch by night, and I was I was asking him, you know, what is you know their the aspect from the vampire side of this, and he gave me a little nuggets of information, which is awesome. I and mean, I'm thinking to myself, you know, what about someone who is like the Garu and the Bastet? They have a little bit more of a stronger spiritual connection. What about the Gurhal? Just out of curiosity, in canon there is a Gurhal abomination named. Sarah Child Slayer. What's her deal? I think she likes to slay child. Like Julia Childs, or <laughs> I'm gonna say that's children, Tom. Childs, Childs, children. I'm keeping with her name. She likes to slay childs. So that's that's canon. There is a Gurhal abomination. How fucking cool is that? Oh, Child Slayer. Yes. What do you think he said? Oh boy. I thought the I thought the, oh, the, the child yeah. yeah okay yep. it's a totally different thing oh yeah. my god you bastard <laughs> no Sarah is right I didn't do it so your fucking notes 
fine. <laughs> anyway. That, but that's in canon. That's in the Girl Hall book. So then Grant had to get a little, I don't want to say uh, greedy, but maybe. <laughs> Again, Grant's writing Enoch by Night for Vampire. We have here another RAI exclusive. Full permission by Grant, again, in his book for Enoch by Night, Kane is embracing a stone eater. A rank five stone eater. <laughs> and he's tying, he's using that little bit of tie back to Savage Age, which is badass, by the way. Confirmed for canon. <laughs> kind of. Kind of. And that stone eater is, he's the one that hibernates under the city, and Cain will be using him to serve as his guardian while he sleeps the sleep of ages. Whatever that means, I'm sure you vampire guys know. But how fucking cool is that? <laughs> Tom's face right now. <laughs> I'm, I'm still caught up on the logistics of that shit. Yeah, like, there's no guarantee that that stone eater is going to be changed. Well, I, I, mean, I mean, he's, he's writing, writing it. it. Yeah, yeah I think okay, it happened. But yeah, the author said so. so. That's enough reason. My question would be, how long is his sleep, and is he going to run out of gnosis before he wakes up? That's not up to me. That's, I mean, Grant's writing it. I'm sure he can figure that out, but well, and then I'm going to go off to all the loopholes on that one. <laughs> well, even then, it, it, I think that becomes discretion of the storyteller. Mm-hmm. But it, it, it is a neat little uh, piece of information. You don't eaters, man. Right, but like, like girl in general, like... It's the same thing with the Macaulay, other than the, the Godzilla, the, the, the frenzy part, is how do you run into a changing breed in the first place? <laughs> you'd, have to be, you'd have to be actively seeking them out. Right, or just incredibly right place, wrong or wrong place, right time, right place, wrong, depending on, I guess it depends on your point of view, right? Depends on your point of view. Yeah, whose side are you on on this? But like, Garu I can see, because Garu often hunt leeches. Yes. They cross paths. But like, Girl don't cross paths with no fucking buddy. <laughs> Unless they want to be seen. Right, and guess what? They don't. Nope. Spoiler alert. They do not care for it. <laughs> Same with like a Nuisha, but I mean Nuisha, they can't be embraced so fine. A Corex. What fucking idiot Corex gets caught <laughs> by vampires? He can fly. Like, what's he even doing there? Aren't you supposed to coward out and fly away and get your free pass on? <laughs> but it, I think that just goes to show how fucking rare it is that this actually happens, that an abomination is created. No, yeah, and I mean, it. it again, you have to botch that role. So the answer is practically never. Practically. Do you, do you know what a group of abominations is called? Oh, boy. I feel like there's a joke coming here. Fiction. <laughs> Touché. There's no way. <laughs> Touché. I refuse the notion. <laughs> it could happen. <laughs> hey, you've been in games where multiple botches have happened. I have. So it could happen. I, I reject. The odds suck, but it could happen. You know, it, it just, and I mean, of course, even if it hasn't happened, you do need an answer to that question. Mm-hmm. You know, again, I have a hard time believing there has been an example where a Macaulay has actually been embraced. I have a hard time buying that scenario. Uh, according but, to Grant, again, he's the expert here. <laughs> I don't know, but this I, is just the information he gave me. Okay. Extremely rare, but uh, canon-wise, I don't even know if he knows it's canon or not, but to him, Macaulay, there's only one known. Epis, only one known. The most common are Garu and Ratkin. 
obviously Ratkin being how fucking many of them there are, but it's less than 1% of the total abomination population are other Pharah. But the total population of abomination is probably like 10. <laughs> so, one of these, one of those, in the rest, Garu, if that. You said less than 1%, so it would be 1. Of the total population. You said there was 10. I just threw a random number out here. I'm, I'm just, just messing I'm with giving you a low number here. That's what you get for running me over. <laughs> I apologize. I'm just going by the information I was given. Uh, you know what I was going to say. Okay. Me sorry. neither. It's gone now. Because <laughs> you started bringing math into this. And... <laughs> well, that's the thing is, when we divvied out what we're each researching today, I realized I had the easiest one. And as I'm reading it, there's not a whole lot of information, again, for how rare they are, that I felt like, okay, you guys did a ton of research compared to what I did. I need to do a little bit more. Where else can I go? So I went into the vampire book. Or, for that matter, Grant went into the vampire book Must for have, me. No, you went to Grant. <laughs> I went right? to Grant, who got the information from the vampire book. Right. But again, we have an expert on our friends list here, so why not get as much information as I could? Well, why not take a second to thank Grant yes, yes, thank you, for Grant. all the hard work he did for Danny. <laughs> I wasn't going to say it. You should have. I should <laughs> I wasn't going to say it like that. He did half your homework. Not half. Yeah, I'm, I'm, asking, I'm asking teacher over there to help me with my homework. <laughs> that's, that's different. <laughs> He's used more like the tutor, not the teacher. He's the one with the book. He's the teacher. <laughs> No, he just had a better book than I did. Or a different book than I did. You had a vampire book? I granted. So he's the teacher. Anyway. (laughs) Oh my god. I don't know. I don't know. I was super excited to read these. And it's weird as shit. And they're super rare. But cool as hell. I guess. Very easily can be antagonist kind of thing. and Well, they're certainly not going to be allies. True. And you have to consider what, uh, I mean, I mean, like, everything we're talking about today is rare. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's, let's break that down. Very, period. very much, yes. <laughs> These are all really rare fucking things. But I think the way we talked about them, in order. Oh, definitely. Right. But. Mine would probably be the most rare. Definitely. I mean, I don't know, I, I, I don't understand the appeal, but I know it exists. To play an abomination. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what a loathsome fucking existence. Oh. Not the player, the, the character. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Again, you have a very real clock over your head. You have lost your connection to Gaia. How that isn't devastating on multiple levels would be beyond me. And let's not let's not forget the fact that your friends, your family, your kin, your pack probably all dead now. Probably killed them all. That that is a leap. I was gonna say absolutely don't want anything to do with you. Okay, fine. Interactively probably trying to hunt you. Probably to put you out of your misery. Mm-hmm. You are dead. You know. I mean, at that point, I just still question why don't why don't you want to kill yourself? And I, I would like to think that most do. Right. Yeah. Most being, but there <laughs> again, must be something rare. in the right or whatever that flicks some kind of switch in their brain. I don't know. I don't know either. Maybe yeah, maybe that's a vampire thing with the blood. I don't know. You know, I know that there a is master um, servant thing, whatever that is. Possibly there. There is a spiral. That was turned. I believe he was a spiral. Uh, I think it's Alonzo Montoya. He's in uh, Where's the Apocalypse. Okay. 
So there, there is like the one on record. <laughs> I can see a spiral being okay with it. Sure. In, 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 you know, maybe. Yeah, for how close they are to the worm. Yeah. I mean, in reality, spiral is not losing really anything because not a whole lot. I mean, embraced, you can kinda... get away with a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. It's a spiral. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, really, if you think about it, they're really kind of forgiving. Like as a tribe, as a tribe, <laughs> they're on par with the children of Gaia, I think. <laughs> is they'll take you in. Oh yeah, they'll, they'll take you. They'll take anybody. Okay, if you're going that route, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. If you want to read between the lines on that, that's your business and your problem. But I'm saying <laughs> that much notes version. Maybe. Yeah, but much like the children of Gaia, they'll they'll embrace you. They'll take you in. <laughs> they got a lot in common. Neither one like wrong. to fight the worm. He's not wrong. <laughs> See it. <laughs> <laughs> you were. I had to slip that in there. No, no that's perfect. Playing with fire, what my friend. Move. How are they playing with fire? I'm done. Just book, I'm just pointing out that the worm will take anybody, mm-hmm. as will the children of Gaia. I don't see the issue here. It's just Cliff Notes version. Yeah. <sighs> don't dig deeper. See, children of Gaia, go. Yes, I'll. We'll take you in, weirdo Black Fury males. And you're not the Black Fury. Pegasus won't take you, so you can't. Can't say Black Fury. Um, Fury. You know. But I mean, people do. They're like a Black Fury male. We're not a Black Fury male because they're... <laughs> no such thing. Yeah, you're you're just... You're, you didn't have a tribe yet. You're a baby. You're a Ronin. You're just a, a baby at that point. You're Ooh, nothing. Yeah. You're the... You're a parasite who just recently was removed from the host. <laughs> <laughs> you're the son of a Black Fury, but now you're a Children of Gaia. You can detach tapeworm. <laughs> Oh my God. Where are we going with this? Uh, no, I was just pointing out. Know, I had disaster on my mind. I don't oh, know. okay. Just an episode on disaster. Just, just doing a little bit. All right. <laughs> so yeah, the rejects. It was kind of cool to read. I mean, I'm I'm happy they're super rare because it's kind of re- crazy ridiculous. Well, and it's it's cool. Is it's an angle that that you don't normally get to go to. Mm-hmm. There's plenty of monsters. Out there in the world of darkness. In fact, we get a show in the future where we're going to be tackling various monsters that aren't Femori, mm-hmm. aren't Black Spirals. Um, that's almost what this episode was. Mm-hmm. Kind of, yeah. But then, you know, it's like, I don't know, we'll do, we'll do the rejects instead. But, you know, it, it's a type of antagonist that is rare, that, that is a real threat. That oh, can, absolutely. They can threat. definitely, compl- each one of these can seriously complicate things. There are very interesting angles and ways you can go. You have that Ronin who was hired by another sept to sabotage shit. To or attack if you're playing you. far enough back, you got Sam Haight sitting there coming trying to steal all your kinfolk. That could be a thing. You know, you've got the, yeah, you, you've got that skin dancer connection. What happens if? What happens when it's someone in your sept? Mm. All of it's yeah. fucked up. Yeah, someone you've trusted. You know, what happens when that, that pack of friends dies on a mission, and you've got to go track, you know, they haven't reported any, you got to track them down, what happened to your friends? And you find that that whole pack's dead, they were killed by leeches, except for one. Oh, and shit. And you track them down, and look what he's become. Oh, that one's, that's deep. That's yeah. a deep cut right there. Angles and options, incredible threats, but rare stuff that you don't, you do every, very rarely. Because if you do it all the time, it takes it away. It takes away from how rare it is. Exactly. It takes away how special it is, how, how poignant, how dangerous, how tragic. <laughs> yeah, it makes a lot of sense. And I, when I was reading like the mechanics part of it, and I see that the only way to become the Abomination was to botch. That's kind of what made it 
a little bit more realistic for how super stupid rare this is. Yeah. And, and again, what a terrible fate. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I have never run an apocalypse, but I at one point had a, a, a kind of a headcanon of how it would go. Okay, so you had a, an abomination story before. No. You had an idea of one. I, yes. Okay. You know, when I was coming up with this, what would my apocalypse look like? You know, I decided it was something that it wasn't one battle. It was a process. It was like a decade mm-hmm. of things happening. That was the apocalypse. And so in that, I'm like, well, what happens? Because, you know, my players at the time, you know, this was the Silent Howl era. So I go, well, what happens to the Silent Howl? And I envision, well, this is how Runalteron dies. This is how this happens. This is how this happens. And Sekhmet Rainmaker is killed in the streets of New Orleans by a vampire and embraced. Oh, jeez. The ultimate vampire hunter becomes embraced. You son of a bitch. And he's <laughs> a dick move. Yeah, he's, he's in the streets dying and bleeding out. And uh, Sage and Ron would find him. Oh, boy. And I remember talking to those players at the day. And it was like Sage wouldn't let anyone near him. Not even Ron. Damn. He would be the one to put Sekhmet down. And then Sage and Ron would just frenzy and jump into the hordes of whatever, die fighting. Fuck it. Hmm. Oh. Blaze of glory. Fuck. Yep. Jesus Christ, man. I am so glad it never happened. <laughs> For, it's just because of our game and how yeah. serious of a character all that the entire pack, how serious of a pack that is, and the you know, the, the relationship and bonds we've made with that pack, how much of that world is the way it is because of that pack. Jesus Christ, that's nuts. <laughs> it's the apocalypse. But that's you know, that's a story for an apocalypse themed episode. So we'll probably bring that up again later this season. Yeah. Coming soon. Yeah, that's why well, I don't know soon soon yeah. is, but coming this season for sure. Right. Yeah, exactly. I don't know coming how soon this soon this season. There you go, yeah. There's 54 episodes. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, mean, I guess we can call it every year. I mean, we're doing that now. <laughs> we have decided the season starts in January. <laughs> the season starts right now. Right. So we'll be celebrating our 100th episode soon, and our actual... Can <laughs> air date anniversary, I guess. But those, those are season three. Yeah, these are all different things now. Guys. Yep. Yeah, that's that's time for us for today. Yeah, I'm gonna go get drunk. Sweet. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I'm gonna be hungover. It's why you just don't stop drinking. <laughs> that's a problem for future me mm-hmm. and past me, depending on if you're recording or listening. <laughs> what? <laughs> Inception. Right? It's crazy. All right, everybody. That's our time. So on behalf of uh, Mr. Tommy Dixon, Mr. Daniel Tyson, and again, I am Porter. We want to thank you for listening. Thank you for everything you've done, your support. Please keep it up. Uh, You know, take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. Keep your claws sharp, your head on a swivel, and we'll see you.